Let's go! This is Dubas's team. Welcome back to the Leafs cast. All W's here. All W's. (laughs) Man, what a game! Oh, that was a tense one. It's that, been a while since we've watched a game and like it gets me out of my seat just when we clear it out of our end of the ice. Like usually it's like the equivalent of us getting it across our blue line was any regular season overtime winner. That was the same reaction. <laughs> and that was like the second half of the game for us. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes, holy smokes. So welcome back to the Leafs cast. Uh, Steven Douglas here joined by Tim Allison and Ryan Allison. Uh, Ryan in a, a, a dark, empty room on, play, yes. on a playoff eve. Yeah, just <laughs> trying to let my wife sleep, but I got to come up here and record the pod. So we're doing it from an empty room. Because you're a professional and you exactly you, you care about the pod. So we appreciate you having, having you here. When you get a W like that, you got to talk about it. So W's, the Maple Leafs in their first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning recorded their second W to give them the 2-1 series lead. Uh, let, let's talk about the game. Definitely one where I thought the Leafs came out hot in the first period. In the third, the Lightning just crept back in. And like we alluded to at the beginning of the pod, the edge of your seat for the entire <laughs> like third period pretty much. But this yep, team, man. Yep. Man, cre- credit to the Leafs, though. Like, when, when Tampa made it 3-2, like, every single Leafs fan ever just, like, knew that this is the beginning of another meltdown. Like, it's just, like, the DNA is in the, what is it, proof is in the pudding? That's what it is? I don't know. It was just, like, it was so obvious. And Sheldon Keith calls a little timeout. The Leaf guys get their, their jobs in order and... uh calmed things down and, and closed out the game and got some empty netters to boot. It was, it was very encouraging and exciting. Mm. I, yeah. I mean, so de- oh, I mean ahead, just so- solid performances all around. Like Jack Campbell, I know the, the one, I think it was the second lightning goal, maybe a little soft, but he made so many just like clutch saves and with like locking down rebounds, like I was very impressed with Jack Campbell. Yeah, I mean, aside from the Maple Leafs big boys uh, up front, you'd have to give at, at three games into the series, Jack Campbell's essentially the Maple Leafs MVP in in a game like this. And I know he gave up five goals the last game, and I know like you're saying that second goal, you know, maybe a little bit light. There's definitely been no like ugly goals against, and I feel like just a handful of the highlight reel saves for the, you know, the majority of this game or pretty much half of it, where it was a one goal game multiple chances and like you were saying where it really felt like a meltdown i've i found myself for pretty much the entire second half half of the game just saying like i don't like this like like at the start of you know they they'll someone will chuck it back to like headman at the blue line and then you just say i don't like this because you just like feel like something bad's gonna happen uh nick paul crashing the net i don't like this and here's jack campbell just like standing on his head and being the best goaltender tonight it really makes yep. a difference. It, it's funny how coming into the series, it was like, man, if only Jack Campbell could, you know, keep up with Vasilevsky. And Vasilevsky has looked really good. But the Leafs in three straight games have scored three or more goals against the guy. So it's like, you know what? I'm feeling okay here. Like, we, we can score goals. Clearly, we can, we can lock it down when we need to. 
even when like tonight when the guys like point and kucherov and headman were they were looking real real dangerous late in that game and we held them off we, we we did we got the job done and that's i i i said when it was when it became three to one i said okay you guys gotta lock down this game and win because that's the difference between teams that win playoff series and teams that lose playoff series and we won it was very good man and i mean i mean we we also have to if we're talking about performances david camp with his second power uh playoff goal it's just like that guy came to play yeah yeah, he's but like the goals aside, the goals are funny because it's camp. But in every every other aspect of the game, he's I I would argue he's maybe been our best forward. Like he starts every shift in the defensive end, he ends every shift in the offensive end. He he must have been on like ninety percent of the faceoff circles tonight. Just elite performance from camp. It it, it really feels like just a a handful of Maple Leafs like like really stepping up their game. And these are players that played well in the regular season. The team as a whole plays well, but yes, like specifically a guy like David camp, just like, just, just elevating. He's working harder than everybody else out there. He looks so gassed. And, and aside even from the five on five, I mean, he's been an absolute wagon on the penalty kill, which again was a story tonight. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, he's he's definitely knocking on the door for MVP. He might as well. Who's the MVP? David Camp or Jack Campbell after two games? I, it I mean, is Mitch Marner not to give it to Campbell. He's been so good. I mean, Mitch Marner is also up there. Like, yeah, he's getting points. He's like key part of the. Well, I guess the PK last game wasn't great, but I think Marner is up in that conversation. But it's guys, it's guys elevating their game in, in the playoffs, right? Which is what we wanted, where like in years past, it felt like everybody played so much better in the regular season. And there's guys that are playing well, you know, like other guys, what I'm saying, yeah, guys like, like Camp, like uh, a, uh, uh, Alex Kerfoot, you know, really stepping up their game. So just like feeling good about the Leafs. I mean, gosh, I'm so glad we won this game. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot of, go ahead. Oh, man. Just like we're two one, we're we're two one now, and we were two one last time. I get it, but like we are two one against a good team, like feeling good. The team is healthy. Like we're, I'm in a good mental state right now. A lot of credit I would give to Sheldon Keith for his adjustments he made from game two to three. I was fully expecting him to put Kyle Clifford in the lineup tonight, and if not Clifford, then Simmons. I was very pleasantly surprised that. He recognized that, hey, having a guy on the fourth line and really just having a fourth line that produces nothing except for bloody fists isn't going to win us this series. And we need a fourth line that can do something. And you know what? I didn't actually notice the fourth line all that much this game. Jason Spencer drew and I thought he was just okay. But he didn't take a penalty. They didn't do anything to adversely affect the game. And that's honestly, that's enough. If, if our fourth line keeps up with their fourth line, that's enough for the game. So I, I, I give credit to Keith. He recognized that where the direction he was going in game one and two wasn't working. He made his adjustment, and, and I think it paid off. We won the special battle. You know, I, I, I do. I, 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 okay, well, to start, you know, so, so we do have a shakeup in the lineup. So top line stays the same, but second line goes Nylander, Tavares, Kasha. Uh, third line, Mikheyev, Kampf, and Kerfoot. So Nylander and Kerfoot kind of swap places. I guess and Mikheyev. Kind of a big shakeup. And then fourth line, Engvall, Blackwell, Spezza. And and while the, the, the Leafs won tonight and like they looked good, 
I don't know. Part of me just like, maybe I'm asking for too much, but like, was I the only one feeling like sometimes these forward groups seemed a little bit out of sorts or just like, Oh no, you're taking the puck. No, no, I'll take the puck. Like, like guys, you know, we did, we did go through like hands on the bench, introducing themselves to each other. Right. Like, it's a big I was going to say, we did go through quite a stretch where, like, the passes just didn't seem to be working. Yeah, just, like, not quite having that coordination between them. Um, ultimately, they turned around and got the goals when they needed to, but there were some, there were some rougher to this game um, that, like, I think if they, obviously, if they tied it up and went to overtime and we lost, like, we're having a very different conversation. Um but. Yeah, I I guess what I'm saying is just like I I I hope they stick with this now, right? Like because we if you feel like you shuffle the lines around all the time when you're you know you're losing and they're shuffling them all the time and you know they're winning and 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 not to say that I don't agree with you, Rye. Like it was time to go with a get get back to what the Leafs do well and let's let's get back to the focus, right? Because it kind of felt like when guys like Simmons and Clifford were in the lineup, like the focus of the game changed a little yes. bit. And the guys were focused on, on winning. And like, even though sometimes those big hits and everything can get you guys pumped up and, and get, gets me pumped up and the boys pumped up it. Um, yeah. Like, like distracts from the fact there's still a puck on the ice. And well, I think our third line was exceptional tonight. Like that, that, uh, Kerfoot, Kampf and Mikheyev line looked, that was the best Mikheyev, the best game for Mikheyev so far, for sure. And, and obviously Kampf has been good in all three. We've been singing his praises. But like that, that line really benefited from, I guess, having an identity with Nylander down there. It's almost like, what is this line? Is it offensive? Is it defensive? I thought that I was a little disappointed with the Tavares line. Steven, I'm sure you're disappointed. You were calling out to Tavares to do more. And I, I thought both him and Nylander were still pretty quiet in this game. They, they weren't necessarily being hemmed in or being dominated, but they didn't generate a lot either. It's just, it's just uncharacteristic of these guys to not show up for three games in a row now I, I i'm not sure what the option is here maybe just keep going and letting matthews and marner third line and fourth line generate but we're paying those guys too much money to not make a difference yeah it, yeah. it, it oh, go ahead tim I, I was gonna say yeah i think nylander especially tonight just didn't quite look as engaged as he sometimes he sometimes did or sometimes has this isn't uh, montreal playoffs william nylander let's just say um but yeah, it's interesting. You need to turn it on. The team's like, but both of them need to turn it on. John Tavares, one shot on goal tonight. He's like less than like five or six through the entire series so far. And it's just like for a guy who, who gets as much ice time, gets as much power play ice time, like is a focal point of this team and, and, and also a leader. Like you, you need, you need to step up. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 I don't want to like, harp on him and make the pod really negative, but it's, it definitely has been disappointing just to see like a guy who hasn't necessarily been part of the solution for the Leafs playoff, you know, like success in the past and just kind of like just being a little bit quiet. Now I think that like, despite that, right, this line's not like a complete liability. John Tavares a little bit quieter tonight, but generally still an ace in the dot. And can help this team. So it's not quite like a situation last year where we just don't have him, and I still want him, but I want him to, I want him to get a little hot. So, um, still, still plenty of series left. We are halfway there in Tampa. That crowd tonight, by the way, it was hard to tell 
right, how many Leafs fans were there, but you knew the second that Jack Campbell made a save how many <laughs> Leafs fans were there, right, because of the soup. Because otherwise, everybody's wearing, you know, like the same color jersey, and half the numbers are 91 anyway for Stamkos and Tavares, and it's just like, who's even in the building and the same colors? But um, no, t- Toronto fans continue to uh, uh, own this city. What did own- you guys think of... Um- Timothy Lilligren came out and Hall came in and played this game. What would you guys think of the deep pairs tonight? Well, all right, well, the, all right, well t- Tim, do you have a big thought on this? I, I kind of don't. Yeah, I mean, I think when Hall, I, let's just say I didn't really notice Hall, which is probably a good thing. Like, uh, I think both him and Giordano didn't necessarily stand out, but I, I wouldn't say uh, they were a liability, I don't think. I thought um, that the one thought I had with Hall was, I mean, it was the we were up three nothing at the time and he made a pinch didn't go his way and then he came back and that's when he took the penalty and that's when tampa scored their first goal on that power play and you just think like well it's it's only one instance yes i agree with you guys i didn't really notice him too much after that which is good but like all it takes is one silly play like that and tampa gets a goal and i'm just thinking like you know what i i was kind of seeing where keith was going with wanting Hall in the lineup when we're in Tampa instead of Lilligren, but over two games, I never saw Lilligren make a play like that, so I wonder if Lilligren comes back in. But then my brain also went to, this is the third straight game, Labushkin has taken a penalty. So maybe take Labushkin out. Like, I, I don't know, maybe just keep going with what's working. Maybe I'm galaxy braining this too much, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple, one or two changes yeah. on the deep pairs next game. No, I think Keith will do the same thing he did after game one. It's like, this is the group that got the win. They're staying put. Um, I think one other thing to take into account is Hall is one of the key penalty killers on the Leafs. So Tampa power play, obviously, I mean, they got that one goal. Was that the goal where Hall was in the box? Yeah. Right. So, and so like, and otherwise, like, how many power plays they have? Four, three, five? Uh, <laughs> they took a puck over the glass. They, they had. They took, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Wait, we we had five. They had three. Oh, got it. Um, yeah. So I like I I think Hall stays in. Um, Lilligren. I I know we were kind of singing his praises after the first couple of games, but going back to to kind of watch the tape, there were a few uh, zone exits that he kind of botched. Where like Tampa would dump the puck. I'm talking about Lilligren. The Tampa would dump the puck in, and he would get it, and just not quite make the best decision, which ended up hemming in the Leafs a couple times but I mean you're at the point where I don't think either of these options are bad options it's not like you have a, a Cody CC in the lineup or someone who's a huge liability you're picking yes. between two guys that have different strengths mm-hmm. um, I, I mean after after tonight it's like what even are the pairs I saw I saw Riley Geo out there for a minute <laughs> I saw Brody Geo for a minute like I, I I couldn't even keep track and I also um uh neglected Tim when you sent the lines earlier classic Leafs fan to even read the defensive pairings I just read the forward changes so I didn't even know that Hall was gonna be in there and the game starts I'm like what all right cool man I mean hey he's 6-5 every night so um but I yeah, I agree with you I think he stays in and I I, I, I didn't notice some like massive shift between him and Lily and if and if the game's going to be you know bigger and or Tampa's going to try to make this game bigger and more physical and we're taking a little bit of that out of the forward group putting a little bit of beat on the back end I don't mind it and he's he's a beauty so and 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 Justin Hall can get hot too right like like he can he can get hot so if he gets hot and 
you know, in, in a, a little seven game series. I like that. So we play again on Sunday and all we're going to hear between now and then is how Tampa never loses a game back to back. And Vasilevsky is now 15 and 0 after losing a game. So tell me, what do you guys think Leafs have to do to put an end to that and win game four? What, what's the key? I keep it clean. So, like every game that the team that takes more penalties ends up losing. So I'd say stay out of the box. Good things happen. The pen- oh, one thing that is kind of interesting is I know we've been talking about how many penalties have happened in the playoffs so far this year between the Leafs and uh, Lightning. Very unlike past playoffs. But this is something that's common on all the playoff series going on. It's kind of this big shift. It makes you think, man, these refereeing was in all the other years, at least we're in the playoff. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, and I'm still glad that we're not playing a team like Boston where Brad Marchand's like slashing the goaltender on, uh, um, on Carolina. But yeah, it is like, it's like these refs don't like being called out or something like that, you, you know, and they're like, no, actually, we're going to change everything now. Uh, but I, yeah, I agree with you. You've got to stay out of the box. And like tonight was a little bit different too, where like I felt like the penalties that called were called were penalties, and there weren't just like these like these complete jokes. But but you you've got to do that. And then I think a huge thing is to just like you start hot. The Leafs started so hot tonight. They yeah. started hot last night too. They started hot, or, or sorry, the uh, last game in. Honestly, I feel like in in game one. So just like like you you get going. This team's record when scoring first is excellent. Um, and you just you just bury him. More goals yes. by David Camp. I um the Leafs are uh uh two two and zero oh when David Camp scores in the playoffs. So getting that first goal is definitely important. I'm I'm gonna say for me it's the it's the attention to detail. We got so sloppy in that second period. That's when Tampa started to mount their comeback. It wasn't until the back half of the third that we started to really tighten things up and clean it up. If we can play a tight game for for going through and not kind of Falling back, I don't know, maybe it was a 3 nothing lead that let us get slot there, but I, I, I don't want to see those neutral zone turnover passes. Keep it, keep it tight, keep it clean, know when you're pinching. I think that, that will make a big difference. Uh, all right, player of the game. I want each of you guys to come up with your own player of the game. I'm putting you guys on the spot. Who wants to go I mean, first? I'm just wondering if I should pick the low-hanging fruit. Like Jack, It's got to be Jack Campbell for me. Jack Campbell. I'm take, All right. Taking it easy off the top. Okay. Well, that's what you get for going playoff, first. Playoff master David Comp. Two goals. He has as many goals as that. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have to give a shout. We haven't mentioned his name yet tonight. Pierre Engvall. What a selfless guy. I actually. the puck. Uh, go ahead. Given the puck to, given the puck to Mikheyev on the empty netter. Yeah, I, I actually didn't like that. Uh, I think it's a close playoff game. Just put that thing in, in the net yourself. I don't want that thing going between. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Steven. I didn't like it either. Just shoot it in the net. <laughs> Just yeah. shoot it in the net, man. That's what I was saying. Uh, you guys are both wrong, actually. I don't care if you took a minor penalty tonight. Uh, uh, Ilya Labushkin deking the Con Smythe winner, Vesna winner, best goalie <laughs> in the world. Andre Vasilevsky out of his jock strap on his home ice to set up, was it Morgan Riley? Morgan Riley for the first goal? An absolute beauty. I uh, I was It like, was Colin Blackwell for the second that, goal. Okay, sorry. I couldn't remember which goal. It was what a friggin' beautiful pass. I could not believe that was Ilya Labushkin. 
Holy <laughs> smokes. Oh, just looking at the box stats. Pierre Engvall, three point night, three assists. There you go. What a guy. What a guy. That's what you get for putting on, him on the fourth on, line. Honorary mention. And these lines don't matter at all. Cause like the time it's just they're just shifting them around. Time on ice is all over the place. Pierre Engvall played more than Michael Bunting tonight. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Which by the way, Michael Bunting in his second playoff game. Like, I, I want to mic'd up on Michael Bunting. What the heck is this guy saying? Like, Zach Bogosian definitely isn't a Maple Leaf anymore because, like, he wants to kill everybody on the Leafs, especially Michael Bunting. <laughs> and Stamkos. Did you see that? Man, Stamkos is choking hard. But, like, Stamkos, get, like, like here's this, this rookie, right, young kid, like, pissing off and, like, getting in the head of this, you know, like, elite captain... Steven Stamkos, no, you don't, Steven Stamkos, I don't care if he's born in Toronto, you don't get to keep being the golden Toronto boy if he didn't come home. Michael Bunting has that title. That's probably what Stammer's so mad about. Hey, Give me a break. Anyway. All right, bring on Sunday. <sighs> feeling good, boys. I'm feeling real good. We got to, let's keep those lines the same. Keith listens to me. He listens to the podcast. I love it. And keep keep Labushkin in the lineup. Vassy's getting scared. I <laughs> love it. I hope you're safe in that room. I'm concerned. Text us when you get home. That's like the most evil sounding laugh. <laughs>